This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works, locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. Their goal is to make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver a weekly menu of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting your macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% local grass-fed beef, all-natural and hormone-free range chicken, and pork. They have pickup locations in Nashville, Lebanon, Murfreesboro, Spring Hill, Mount Juliet, Columbia, Lawrenceburg, and Clarksville to make it easy to pick up your prepared meals. And they even have some delivery options around Nashville for a nominal fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. All right, this week, as far as the competitions you need to know about, Battle of the Barbells registration is open for the teens and masters. If you know this last weekend, they had the team um, competition that happened at Three Star CrossFit out in Mount Juliet. And in August, we are having a teens and masters competition, both scaled in RX divisions, at Trivium in Brentwood, Tennessee. So go to their website, check out more information, go ahead and register so that you can be a part of that. Hey, don't forget about the Barbell Voodoo private label. That's the place that you need to go for all your custom gear. Go ahead, try to stump us. See if there's something that we can't put your logo on for your gym, your box, or even your personal stuff. So give us a shout. You can find out more about that through the website barbell-voodoo.com. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Hit that like button. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. We're hoping you're enjoying it. I know that I am enjoying hosting these things, and I hope that you are getting something out of it every other week when we post one. On today's episode, I am joined with Jennifer Mead. And this conversation came about because of a previous conversation that we had after a Saturday morning workout, and we were sitting around at the box trying to regain our our composure after getting whooped by a wad, and uh, we started talking about body image, and it's something that I've written about on my blog, and it's something that she has uh, had experience with and kind of dealing with in her professional life, as well as growing up, and so... Um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Jennifer Mead is a former Tennessee Titans cheerleader, and she's just got an incredible story to tell, and so I hope you enjoy it. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to Barbell Voodoo Podcast. So, welcome to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. We are sitting here with uh, Jennifer Mead um, at CrossFit Trivium in Brentwood, Tennessee, and today, uh, th- we got together um, because there was one Saturday workout where um, we were hanging out and started talking, um, and the issue of kind of like body image came up and, and how, you know, th- that's been a struggle for her in her life, and, and I, I've had the same thing just as a guy, like, um, and, and so I thought that was a very interesting thing that we could bring onto the podcast and kind of hear her story about where she's been. Um, she is a former um, NFL cheerleader. Um, turned CrossFitter and regular old awesome, and so uh, she is here to kind of talk us through uh, her story and about um, kind of moving through um, how she viewed herself into how she views herself now. And so, welcome to the show, Jennifer. How are you? Thanks, Oprah. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> you get a car, and you get a car. Yes, prizes. <laughs> prizes everywhere. So we have a lot of people working out today. Um, 
all over the place. So you're going to hear bangs. You're going to like that right there. You're yes. going to hear uh, the bike and the ski erg and the music. And so um, I hope you enjoy that along the way. It adds a background track to our life here at Trivium. Yeah. Um, so, Jennifer, if you could, if you could start out, like, um, were you always kind of athletic? Like, how, how did you kind of get into um, the whole fitness journey that you found yourself into to yeah. become a cheerleader? So, uh, age three, I started in gymnastics. My parents enrolled me. Um, my father actually bought a gymnastics facility in 1989. Oh, wow. And he uh, owned that for over 20 years. And to this day, still coaches gymnastics. He's That's almost, incredible. He's almost 67 years old and uh-huh. still coaches down in Nolansville, um, oh, wow. competitive gymnastics. Uh-huh. So that was something I did from the ages of 3 to 12. Um, and gymnastics is a, is a very dedicated mm-hmm. sport. You go from school straight to gymnastics. And plus, my parents owning the facility, I was there seven days a week. And so when I got to middle school and there were boys and dances, <laughs> I was like, okay, I need to back off gymnastics. Yeah. But I was still a priority always, shift. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, huge parties in middle school. Um, <laughs> but I still continued tumbling most of my life, went yeah. to all-star cheerleading. So I always kept up um, a lot of my gymnastic skills and then um, did track and field. Uh, in high school, loved high jump. Mm-hmm. Um, was pretty good at that. Actually, I had a couple colleges reach out, and I think back now it would have been cool if I would have gone to a small college oh, yeah. and actually high jumped and done a sport in college uh-huh. to continue on. Because once I got to college, I had no idea what working out was anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of us grow up with coaches and people telling us what to do. Yeah, and then you get to college and you—I didn't even know how to maintain a schedule. And so sometimes sure. I would go yeah. to the gym and do the elliptical. So my 20- so what was your high jump? What was I mean, 5'2", but, I mean... I mean, that seems great to me. I, mean, I don't know. I qualified for regionals two years in Ohio. That's awesome. But then I choked uh, opening height. Did you really? <laughs> Both years. That's awesome. So... At least you're consistent. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, so then my 20s basically was a lot of just random running, yeah. some yoga, we all went through that phase of the elliptical in the cinema room at the local gym. Oh, you know, yeah. 45 minutes watching the movie. I love then, that. Then yeah. some abs afterward. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I'm lucky. I've always had a high metabolism. I'm 5'8". I've always been between 135, 145 pounds. Okay. Um, so when I was 29, uh, we moved to Nashville, and I, I use that term skinny fat to where I was still... Thin, but I was very out of shape, didn't like how I looked, and yeah. I'm thinking, okay, need a goal. So I got here, and I had um, some acquaintances that had been professional cheerleaders. I had some friends who had been um, predators, dancers, and I was like, you yeah. know what? What's going to motivate me to get in shape? How about being in a room with 200 people, you know, <laughs> half-dressed, yeah. and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Wow, and so, yeah. Um, I tried out three times, and not a lot of people know that. It's a very difficult team to make. There's only 27 girls on the team. Yeah. Um, So 2012 was the first year I tried out. Didn't make it past semifinals and was devastated. I thought I had worked so hard. But really, I probably had only trained about eight months. And, (laughs) you know, coming from when you're out of shape, then trying Uh to find, like, an eight-pack, it takes years. It's not going to happen 
Well, and there's um, not a program like Couch to Cheerleader. <laughs> no, and I, I was doing so. YMC classes to cheerleader at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, not there's anything wrong with that. I'm not knocking it. I just knew yeah. in the uh, summer of 2012, I thought, you know what? I need to find something new. And um, CrossFit Trivium, which used to be Brentwood Hills, opened up. Uh, I think October, November of 2012. Okay. And um, I had a couple people back, you know, when Instagram was new and Facebook who did do CrossFit. And I'm what is this? And I'd seen the games on TV, still had no idea uh-huh. what it was. And somehow ended up at a free Saturday class. And I've been here now for over five years. Oh, wow. I've yeah. Always been with the... OG. OG, baby. Yeah. yeah. So um, I dedicated the next, you know two to three years training with CrossFit. So what was it like coming back for like the second tryout and then again not making like... I mean, well, I've learned you have to break stuff into baby goals. Okay. So, baby goals. Yeah, like, like not, you, you know, I on the prize was making the team, but the second time around, I just want to make finals. Okay. And the finals is like a big show at the Wild Horse Saloon oh. and that was just my goal. Yeah. So I made finals the second year. And I, I was truly happy. I was thrilled. And I didn't know if I was going to try out again. And then I happened to see the director, and she really encouraged me and really liked me. Because I came into um, NFL cheerleading older. I didn't make it until I was 32, where a okay. lot of girls, you know, may make the team at 22. Uh-huh. So I worked out one more year, trained really hard, really dedicated to my diet. And then uh, May of 2014, I made the team. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So what, what was that environment like, being on um, a professional cheerleading? Yeah. I mean, just like any sporting team, or maybe if you were in a sorority or fraternity, you're a rookie. It doesn't matter yeah. how old you are, and it's very... So like hazing and stuff? <laughs> no, no hazing, oh, okay. but you kind of have to earn your rights on the oh, team. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, and I, I was even the oldest person on the team coming in, and I was terrified. <laughs> yeah. Because you want to, like, make friends and get to know everyone. So was that want... a stigma, too, like being the oldest? Was that, um, was that anything? No, but okay. I'm, I'm grateful I did it at an older age. Um, I just, I enjoyed the experience. Okay. Um, As opposed to enjoying having, it too much? Is that? Yeah, just, I've gone through a lot of life phases that a lot of people haven't, yeah. and just, yeah, I was sure. just having to worry about going to work and going to practice yeah. and it, yeah so I liked I'm glad I did it okay. I think I would have been wild doing it at yeah. a younger age oh yeah I mean, no doubt <laughs> like you free, you obviously probably gained some wisdom along the way before <laughs> yeah. uh, jumping yeah. into it yeah. so yeah so what's it like like you're uh, on the field like doing your thing you what, are what's it like being in the stadium and doing that in conjunction with the game and, yeah. and all that's going on um it's amazing I will never forget my first preseason game was against the Packers or was it the Vikings one of those but either way okay. they and we kind of hang out in the visitors tunnel and the team ran out and I was just starstruck those guys are just so big yeah I mean on a I mean, we get to see Colin at the gym, who's a former player, but when you see all of them together... Yeah, with pads on and everything. <laughs> they're yeah. gladiators, so I'll never forget that moment, just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, your first year, what's left, your first year as a rookie, you really have no idea what's going on, and it's really a game of follow the leader okay. with your captain on the field. So mm-hmm. by your second and third and on, you know what's going on, but it's just, you're just a little deer in headlights. Yeah. And you know, on opening day when there's 70,000 people in the stadium uh-huh. and just trying, trying to, to mess up know and, your dances, yeah. know what's going on. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, what's, 
what, what's like the level of like this is not a full time thing, right? Yeah. And it so, what are the expectations in terms of fitness and like what you're supposed to look like? How are you supposed to come into the game every week? Like, what, what what's what's behind the veil and all that? Oh, yeah. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, um, it's. You don't, you know, you know, you work hard, you make the team, and then you're like, oh, I've got it, and then you have to maintain it, you know, the yeah. next eight to nine months. Um, what are you maintaining? Like you your are performance level? Like everything. Okay. Um, so you asked about it being part time. So after you make the team, it is five days a week if you're a rookie. So yeah. June we call training camp. You're practicing okay. um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's rookie practice on Saturday, and on Fridays, there's Fitness Friday at Brentwood High. So there's a fitness test at the end of the month that you have to pass to be able to cheer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, luckily for me, I came from, I've been doing CrossFit, I love yeah. competition, and um, you know, running the mile, there's like a step test, V-ups, push-ups. Okay. Um, like, like in the stadium, you would run the stadium yeah, and step yeah. test, that kind so of stuff? Yeah, So we would work out. It was tough, though. I mean, we work out all the time in here, but when you throw in some shuttle runs, yeah. it gets pretty pukey. Um, so then after training camp, um, what a lot of people don't know is that you do have to weigh in for a cheerleader. So every year, you have a set goal weight. Yeah. And everyone's like, no way, why? Well... You're out on, you know, the Jumbotron. There's, you know, you could wake up Monday morning in Sports Illustrated online yeah. and Associated Press and Getty Images, and you want to see someone who is in shape. Like, let's put it that sure. way. You yeah. know, it's it's a very revealing outfit. Okay. Um, you have to look good at it. Yeah. So, now everyone's weights are... Um, just like what's good for you. Mm -hmm. And so my first year after doing CrossFit for two years, I had really thinned out. Like I was super lean and um, all that chicken and vegetables paid off. (laughs) (laughs) So my rookie year was not hard. Well, as we know with CrossFit, Mm -hmm. you tend to put on a lot of muscle. So my second year, I think I put on another two pounds. And by my third year... I think my goal was about 140 pounds. Okay. So you um, have a three-pound bubble over and under. Okay. And that's just for things going on. So you have around six pounds that you can weigh around. Yeah. Okay. Um, I tell you what, it was the worst. (laughs) Weigh-in days were hard. Yeah. Because... So it was like every week. Every week. Just before games. Oh, just before every game? Maybe about 12 a year. So maybe right before the games and then... Um, just like check-ins and depending uh-huh. what's going on. Um, especially for women, our weight fluctuates so sure. easy depending on, on what's going on. So I sh- I mean, I should have kept track of how much I spent on juicing. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when you have to lose three to four, you know, uh-huh. three pounds in a couple of days, um, it adds up. Um, I never starve, starve myself. I mean, juicing, you can argue, yeah. is starving, but I would juice lots of water. Um, sure. But by my third year, it got kind of crazy, and there were a couple days where I had to go to Clarksville for work, and I, like, turned up the heat really high. You just sweat <laughs> just it out. Just trying to sweat out um, the water. So yeah. I always made weight. I never went over, um, but it... We would weigh in about 8.45 at night because our practices were oh, okay. at night. And um, if you think about it, I mean, I get up at 5.15 in the morning yeah. and then try. And trying, you're starving yourself yeah, all day so you yeah. can make weight. And, and um, 
I've never had um, an eating disorder, but it really got me thinking about people yeah. who have gone through easy. that yeah, and struggled that. through that. Yeah. I mean, it was very, I mean, just for me, terrifying to what I was trying to do to myself. Yeah. And then thinking about, wow, like this is a disease that people, you know, struggle sure. with and, you know, get some really sick. So, so they didn't really um, care necessarily outside of like those rookie camps and stuff they they wanted your weight to be on it wasn't necessarily a fitness thing so if you happen to gain muscle along the way that was still a negative thing for you yeah because my my third year when i weighed got up to 140 pounds i went and got my body fat tested actually um by jamie free when he mm-hmm. still had um his other business and my body fat was only 14.4%. Oh, wow. So there yeah. I am, the low body percent. Uh-huh. I was 140 pounds. And I mean, I could not get any weight off of me. Wow. Yeah. I was eating good. So, I mean, so I came from NFL cheerleading that can sometimes have a, not the best body image. Like, you're trying to get you know, get to the point of that. But then I had CrossFit, which is mm-hmm. such a positive body image and, yeah. like, muscle and girls, you know, that put on weight and all this. So... It was hard to live in both worlds. Oh, I where, bet. Yeah. Like, oh no, my traps are getting too big, and but I love CrossFit, and I never yeah. wanted to quit CrossFit. So. so would they have? Would they be that meticulous? Like, look at you and go, okay, this part of you is is um, out of proportion, and you need to. It could not too specific, but I mean. I just love CrossFit so much, and there was no way I was ever... I mean, I like other things, too. I yeah. love yoga and Pilates, but for me, CrossFit's just mm-hmm. what I love. So, um, this whole past year was my first year not cheering, and uh, I called it the year I ate whatever I wanted. <laughs> I really, I didn't realize that I really didn't eat a lot for three years or yeah. drink a lot. Yeah. And because it would be like grabbing a kind bar coffee on the way to practice because Mm. I worked all day and Uh you're like well no wonder I was so skinny because I worked full time and I did this every night and then we had games games where you were really watching what you're eating because you're about to be in a crowd or the next weekend you were getting ready for a weigh-in so so Mm -hmm. it it was a pretty not the healthiest of lifestyles if you did it right it could be healthy but again I think doing it older your metabolism isn't what it was 10 years ago so you know some other young girls can come in and eat whatever they want, and they're fine. You know, yeah. where I really, I had to work at it. Yeah, it was sure. challenging for sure. I bet. So, how have you come out of that mentality of, in terms of health and wellness being a number, mm-hmm. in terms and moving into a CrossFit world, yeah, where it's you know health is kind of registered on almost ability more yeah, than anything, absolutely. you know, like what, what can you do, how can you move, all if, those kind of if things. If you talk to, not all um, cheer teams do weigh-ins, um, we just happen to, um, just for, it was the best way for accountability, okay. but if you talk to any uh, former girls on my team, it takes a long time to not associate yourself with that number. Yeah. It sticks with you. I mean, I weighed myself every single day. Mm-hmm. With a dry erase um, on the mirror, just every day keeping track of it because, oh, wow, you, yeah. because you had to. <laughs> so you came in staring at those numbers yeah. every single time mm-hmm. you even were So at home. the past year, um, like I said, I'm like a full year out of it, and I tried not to weigh myself. And um, finally, a couple months ago, my scale actually died, and I'm like, all right, this is this is it. Like, this is, this is a sign. This is a sign. I'm out. I'm the gods. I need to... Um, <laughs> 
not weigh myself anymore. But, you know, I, I occasionally do. And a couple weeks ago, I, I got on the scale, and I'm, like, 153 pounds, which, if you think of, like... Yeah. It's, cr- I mean, like, that's, like, 13 pounds where I was a year ago. But it's still, you know, my clothes still fit. Nothing's yeah. been, like, crazy, but I'm coming in here. But how does that mess with you, like, it, it emotionally does. and yeah, mentally? It, it's sometimes hard, like, oh, should I be... 135 pounds or should I be back at that 140 like I'm not even at my high end which was 143 like it's yeah. it's a uh, hard but the the amount of energy I put into all that I just don't think I could do it again sure where now you know I come here you know I work out all the time I say I eat about 70% good but like last night I ordered Chinese yeah because I love Chinese food oh yeah and I really God, you're speaking some. my language right now yeah <laughs> um so it's tough, and then I think um, I think about all the actresses out in Hollywood, and like uh-huh. you know, we're so influenced by Instagram and the be thin and be fit, and it's yeah. just thrown in our faces every day. Yeah. That's why I'm so grateful I have CrossFit to come in somewhere where it's like safe, and it is sure. it's based yeah. on ability, and you can come in here and do a great workout and maybe PR something, and it's yeah. not based on. Well, like what you look like in the mirror. That's so or... tough. I mean, you you came out of an environment where you're looking at numbers every day on your bathroom mirror. Uh-huh. Then you're coming still, like when you're out of it, you still have social media where you're overwhelmed with images of like, I don't know, what you should be eating, yeah. what you could be looking like, I mean, what other people yeah. that you may have even cheered with yeah. are, are doing and looking yeah. like now. And you go, man, I don't... Some days I'll uh, delete Instagram and Facebook from my phone just yeah. so... My mom the other day. Just get your head right. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's on Instagram. And she, I think she follows ten people. But um, she's like every. She was like, so, that person looks so fake. And I have to explain to her. I'm like, a lot of Instagram is fake. If you open yeah. up your search, it's just mm-hmm. filters. And I mean, a lot of it is fake. Yeah, I mean, you got to choose a proper filter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you do. I'm not putting up a bad picture. No, I'm not posting a bad. I want people to see how awesome I am. Yeah. Regardless of the truth yeah. behind it. <laughs> that's why, I mean, I, I just love all the elite CrossFit women who are out there. And I follow all of them, but the ones yeah. who, like, speak to me as far mm. as, you know, health and beauty yeah. and, like, what's attainable. And um, When they put up real stuff, like, they don't, they yeah, don't put yeah, up yeah. just all the highlights. Yeah. You know, yeah, they'll yeah, be yeah. like, oh, I messed up today or whatever. You know, like, here's a bad lift. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I appreciate that a yeah. lot. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, but I feel like 2018, I said, it's going to be, you know, shout out to Paleo Works. I started (laughs) ordering their food again, just, you know, it's just nice to get home from work and have something there that you know is just a good dinner you're going to have. But I think 2017 was about, like, getting a healthy relationship with food again. Like, it's Mm -hmm. okay to eat pizza and drink some beer and not have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, affecting your life, but now now I'm trying to hone in a little bit. Move from seventy thirty to eighty twenty. <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. But I think I've only eaten fast food twice so far this year, and I didn't drink the entire month of January. That was well, we're not out of January yet. I know. I've got okay. a couple more right. days. <laughs> At least when we're recording this, this will come <laughs> yeah. out much later. But um, so far, you got a few more days. Yeah, going the distance. So, and I, I know I've had a lot of um, girls come up and ask me like, "Hey, I want to try out," and like, "What is your advice?" And I kind of had to take a step away for a couple months before I could talk to someone because yeah. I, I was like, at least I, like in a healthy way. Yeah, you like know, in a healthy thing, way, yeah. and come back and 
because I mean, how do you explain to someone like you have to be in the best shape and like this pretty much the skinniest you've ever been yeah. in your life uh-huh. and keep that going all year long while you work uh-huh. and you know some of the girls have been wow, you mother, live life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, I can't imagine having to be so dialed in at least with everything. I mean, regardless of the number thing, but like you're at any point going to be on something big. You know, yeah, whether that's just in the stadium or, yeah. like, circulated well, in, in print. And you can email, and there's appear- there's appearances all year long, too, so there may uh-huh. be something coming up, like, um, during the um, the fires that happened in Gatlinburg, okay. you know, we get an email. It's like, hey, do you want to work the um, Dolly Parton's health on? And I got to do that. So these okay, are, like, cool. things that come up that where you have to be ready at any yeah. point to go have your picture taken mm-hmm. and possibly be on video. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I can't imagine that pressure. See, I, I think for for guys, it, it's it's somewhat different but the same. You know, like, like we have the emotional attachment to everything. Like, we see people that are way more fit, way more, you know, like, like I'm even looking around this room just being like, okay, yeah, like, maybe one day, you know, like, yeah. I, I could look like that or, or I might have him be, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, we're thinking that. Um, and... You know, so, so many of us even do the scale game, you know, like where we're weighing every day, not for figuring it out, but just for like, there's an ideal weight that I want to be like, you know, we're still looking on Instagram, just like everybody else going, oh man, that guy lifted more than me. That guy looks better than me. Look at his biceps. That's better, you know, than me. Like, I wonder if I can get biceps like that. And so, you know, it's not a girl thing. Like we think about it as being like a girl thing all the time. Like. Oh, girls are always looking at everybody's everybody's bodies. I'm like, no, I'm looking at everybody's bodies too. Like, I'm checking out and being like, well, okay, my calves look better than him at least. You know, (laughs) know, like, and it's and it's tough to have one a place where that's okay to say that. You know, Um, because I, I don't know what it's like to be a girl, but as a guy, like, you can't sit around with your your buddies and be like. Man, I would, you know, really uh, like to have that guy's arms one day. Yeah. You know, they'd, they'd punch you in the face and be like, will you, will you be a man? Yeah. You know, and then there's that whole concept of being raised as walk it off, be a man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like toughen up your chest. You're supposed to be able to do these things. Like, um, And what I've loved and enjoyed about the CrossFit community is being in an environment where it's like, no, you can, you can like, do your thing and then yeah. come in here and, like, work hard. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, and we have these community workouts around here where we have all walks of life. I mean, like, there was a guy taking pictures in the middle of his wad last weekend. Yeah, you know, because that's what he does. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what he does. And, and that's, his, that's his deal. And then there's other people that are like, I'm going to kill everyone in this gym, you know, like, <laughs> with my fitness. You yeah. know, like, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm finishing first, even though there's no trophy today. Yeah. You know, and like everything in between where, you know. Well, that's like you also speak about finding that healthy relationship uh-huh. with CrossFit, too, to yeah. where, I mean, I'm past year five. And a lot of people in this gym call me casual CrossFit because <laughs> I random, you know, I, I, lo- I love this sport more than anything. But, like, some days I try, and then some days I'm just yeah. here because, you know, it's my outlet. It's my therapy. Like, I got to uh-huh. come in here for my hour every day oh, and yeah. just move. And, but um, Well, at some point, it kind of it kind of shifts. Like, especially, like, at my age, like, I'm going to do good for today, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, and it may not just be good as, like, last year. Yeah. But today, we're going to see what the max is. You know, like, when there's a workout, it's always like, what's your one rep max? And I'm like, I don't know. We're going to see what it is today. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Well, this last year I was finally 
uh, I turned 35 last March, so I finally hit that master's status. Oh, yeah. That's been life-changing. Is that right? Yeah. It's like, no more pressure. (laughs) I don't feel it at all. Not competing with the 20-year-olds No, I mean, like, once in a while, I can come in here. If the workout's right, I can come in here and get one of those 20-year-olds. Like, yeah. But I don't care. I mean, also, I don't care anymore. Like, it's fine. Like, I got to do, like, what's my ability and what I can do. So what, how does it feel to be where you were to be what it is now? Like, like you're coming in, you're going to do you, you're going to be you, you feel great, you want to build people up. Like, it's a completely different mentality than, like, I got to get in here and sweat enough to where, like, I'm three digits lower on the yeah. scale, like, kind of thing. Like, what, how's your world different, and, and what do you think is better about it now, or well, is there anything negative about it? Or? No, I think it's all good. I mean, immediately, the second I, we call it retiring from cheerleading, everyone's like, oh, man, you're going to come in here every day now and be full-time again, and, um, and everyone was so supportive uh-huh. through everything, and um, I think a lot of people were shocked to learn about the weigh-ins and just everything I went through. Yeah. People just had no idea that was Yeah, I mean, how, how would you even know? I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, a wrestling meet. Every yeah, every exactly. week that there's a home game, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. Um, so it's been it's been neat to share my experience because a lot of people are in here for different reasons, uh-huh. and you know CrossFit does everyone's body a lot different too. Sure. You know I like I said again I really thinned out, and then I started you know bulking and started <laughs> I mean I'm so huge yeah. by the way it's intimidating. All the protein <laughs> shakes and everything. Yeah, really. Um, so now I just like really, Arnold in a girl's yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> So now, I, my uh, my degree is in gerontology, and so I've always worked... It's in what? <laughs> it's gerontology. What is that? It that sounds, is... It sounds incredibly, like, fancy. Well, it's the scientific study of aging. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, CrossFit for me has another part where I've worked with seniors for... Um, because I've been in the workforce for like 13 years now. Okay. And so, seeing people age, that's like pretty much the only people I've worked with. Yeah. How important all these functional movements are and our health and wellness. Uh-huh. So, I really... Hi, Jamie. <laughs> um, so, I really think for myself, when I'm maybe not PRing, not having a good workout, it's like, all right, Jennifer, you're here for, you know, this is your one life. You're here for your fitness. You're here for your health. And when, hopefully, God willing, you're 80 years old, <laughs> you're able to do all the functional things of your life. Yeah. So, have you noticed any correlation in your studies and in your work about how CrossFit is helping the aging process? Like, because... You know, Glassman's big deal, you know, is like we're we're going after disease and we're going out after cancer. Like we want yeah. people yeah. to be able to like one of the first talks I heard coming into CrossFit like over four years ago now was was about how like don't you want to be able to like get up if you fall down Absolutely. when you're old? Like don't you wanna be able to get out of a chair without yeah. making that awkward Absolutely. you know noise? Um, I mean, I've gone to my parents' house and I'll make my mom sit down and I'll be like, Can you stand up without using your arms? And she can do it. And I'm like, yeah. All right. Because not a lot of us in Mobility has become so huge in CrossFit, too. Oh, and, absolutely, yeah. You know, all of us take for granted just putting our arm up and putting a sleeve on our jacket or for, like, women being able to brush our hair, mm-hmm. where time after time, if you don't work that... I mean, i got to get gonna... my hair on point, too. I mean, I'm <laughs> right? just saying. I mean, whatever. So, we don't think about the challenges that one day you may go to yeah. try to put your arm in a coat and you don't have the flexibility to even do that. So, it's... Mm. 
translating CrossFit to just everyday activities, yeah. being able to get in and out of a car, being able to pick up your groceries and all the things we take for granted yeah. um, right now. Well, I mean, I, I even just think about it like my, my grandmother most recently basically died because she fell down. Like she just couldn't recover yeah. from how she... Hip? Uh, no, she hit her head. Oh, There's a couple other things. I mean, yeah. she, she did break a, quite a few bones. Um, and, but, like, that's real life, you Absolutely. know? Like, And so I wonder what kind of development could have happened if intervention happened, know. you know, earlier. Like, yeah. how she could have built up something. And I, and, I mean, she was older. I mean, it wasn't Absolutely. as if she was some kind of spring chicken. Yeah. Like, well, know, and I think it's a generational thing, too. And I know we were dogging social media earlier, but... You know, now there's the, the awareness of, you know, the fitspo and just all the, like, information about nutrition yeah. and working out. And we have so much access to it. And, you know... Well, almost too much. Almost, I mean, a lot yeah, of Yeah, true. Like... Well, um, Netflix is one of the reasons, you know, I learned about... Yeah. I watched every single health food documentary okay. on Netflix. Uh-huh. And that really got me um, interested in it. Just, like, for myself, you know, you're... In America, we're not taught Nutrition 101 growing up. I, I mean, I watched, uh, what was the scary one, Food, Inc.? Yeah, that was I, mean, I, was, I was hysterically crying through it, too, because yeah. of all the animals, and I think I freaked out and went pescatarian for a year and a half. Oh, but, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. A year and a half. Yeah. That's a good well, they, they put those little baby chicks on the conveyor belt, and I just started crying. Yeah. But, I mean, did I eat eggs this morning? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, definitely. A lot of eggs. Um, Granted, they were organic yeah. and cage-free. Yeah, for sure. They're, they were happy. No GMOs. <laughs> they were happy little yeah. chickens. Um, but, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, our food industry is based on money, uh, not yes. not food. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and that's a that greatly impacts our nutrition. Yeah, you know, and I think uh, you know CrossFitters can get that bad annoying rap, but you know I really try to educate my friends and family as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I know you've inspired a lot of people through what you've done, and I even still have you know people are just like you know you've helped me like want to work out or want to like, yeah. eat better, and it's it's baby steps with everything. Oh yeah. Look yeah. at the example with like coffee. You know, five years ago I would drink coffee with. You know the fun creamers and oh, all like yeah, the yeah, sweet all the flavored right now. Creamers, yeah. And I eventually took it down step by step, and now I'll do. I can drink a black or with almond milk. So it's just uh, like I black do coffee that. is always the way to go. <laughs> I so couldn't good. do it overnight. So it's just like with anything yeah. that you're eating or doing, you gotta break it down. I've had so many conversations with people about coffee. Like yeah. I, I'm a huge coffee person. Like roast your own beans, kind of like Whoa, coffee person. Like I, I'm, in, I'm intensely on this, and so. I would tell people who are going, like, looking at Whole30 or whatever, like, that's generally around where the majority of people, at least in my environment, go, I don't know if I can do this coffee thing. Like, they're okay with Whole30, uh, no. except uh-uh. for the coffee thing. Yeah. I'm like, no, just just trust me. I'm like, you will not go back. I was like, once you go with dark black coffee yeah. and you're buying good beans and roasting, and not roasting them, but, but brewing them correctly, yeah. and, and, and I would have to go, like, to their house, and I would do, like, a coffee, like, demonstration, like, help them, like, figure out what their, what flavor they like the best on a brewing technique, yeah. um, and so I would do that, and then once they would shift over, they'd be like, oh, I'm done, like, <laughs> that's what I want, it, yeah. they were like, you're right, it tastes better, like, there's more flavor in coffee than I ever thought imaginable, like, and all these things, and, but I was just talking to somebody this morning, um, after church that she was like we have, we have the same birthday she's a, she's a day ahead of me 
but we're all like I turned 39 this year she turns uh, 59 oh wow and so she's a, a year going to 60 I'm a year going to 40 which which I have big goals going to, going to be fit by yeah. 40 and um, she was like I just don't know I've been thinking about it and I said you know that's that's what people do that they just say thinking about it but that just really means no I'm not going to do anything yeah. or change anything and she was like oh don't be hard on me I'm like I'm not being hard on you mm-hmm. it's just reality you either say I'm going to do something about it or we say I'm going to think about it Yeah. which means I'm not going to do anything that's what um, we would say like while we were on the team it's like you can always get up earlier you know Yeah. you can always get up earlier yeah I mean can't, can't is not something that should be in anybody's vocabulary who wants to change I mean otherwise you don't want to change Mm-mm. You know, you're not looking for anything to be different if if you're willing to limit that. Jamie, Jamie is distracting Jacob. This is this is a creeper central in here in the in the box. Well, even when I would juice, I know I don't know if I did three J juice ever, but I the what? Had, what did you say? When I was juicing, oh, like yeah. trying to lose weight, just for weigh-ins, I would always have to keep the coffee. I could never. Mm. No. I mean, how do people go out without coffee? I don't understand anti-coffee people, but that's just me. It's okay. I've had more co- I've had more caffeine today than probably a small village you know, <laughs> needs to. But we are tall. Those are my problems. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> that's so, it. I, I can take more caffeine because <laughs> of my size. That's probably true. Um, I always say that with medication. Like, oh, I can take like sixteen hundred milligrams of ibuprofen if it. I don't know. That's what I used to say. I don't. I don't even take Advil just, anymore. I don't even take Google anything. Google it. I'm yeah. Sure. Google will tell you what to do. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just do your best. Well, and it, and I think like there's a train going by right now. If you hear a rumble, but I think the whole body image thing is what I've appreciated so much about CrossFit. You know, you take people from all walks of life, yep. and, and you're not going, this is what you should look like. It's, let's work out and see what your body does. Absolutely. You know, it, it's a completely different mindset than you need to look like Brooke Inns. Yeah. Like, follow her on Instagram so you can look like her one day. Well, no, you do what you can with what you have, and we're going to help you. We're going to walk alongside you in this. We're going to encourage you. In fact, every class you come to, there's going to be an entire class that's going to cheer for you yeah. and get, get behind you to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I remember my first, we had a month-long, what we called an essentials class when I started CrossFit. Um, and so there was, there was a woman in my class that, that was going through um, in June of 2014, I think, uh-huh. is that right? Maybe, something like that. And, um, and I remember her kept riding the coach. She was like, I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to come in here and look like some, you know, football player. Yeah. And uh, and she she was she was a, a thick lady. Yeah. There, there, there was there was no bulking that was going to happen yeah. beyond what she she already was experiencing. Um, and as a as a big guy, I feel like I could I have room to talk on that. Like I was bigger than she <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. You know? um, well, I still am. Um, but she ended up just quitting because she was so worried about yeah. bulking up. I've seen that happen over the years. And the and the coach was like, "Listen, your body is going to do what it's going to do. Like you're gonna you're gonna form into whatever your body is made to be Absolutely. through the workout that you're doing. Like you'll be fine." And um, I wonder how many people have come up across that and then just been like, "Nah, I, I don't I don't believe that. I don't." But I, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Yeah. You know, like people go, have worked out and their body has changed and morphed, and, and all of a sudden they're like. 
I really like what's happening. Like, I never even thought about, like, this would be like this. Um, Like, for me, as I've dropped weight lately, um, I've been noticing things on my body that I like. Yeah. You know, not the whole thing. Yes. Like, the whole package isn't there. (laughs) But, like, you know, like, I can start seeing shoulders coming out, like, where it's not just, like, smooth. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, that's really cool. You know? Like, um, I can start to see some bicep in there. Like, that's pretty sweet, you know? And I think women, again, we look in the mirror, we think of Instagram, and some people think, like, oh, I'm starting to look like a bodybuilder. Or I look, you know, and uh-huh. like, but talk, I love Brooke Ends, by the way. Oh, yeah. I love her. I think she is awesome. I think we could be really great friends. Yeah, oh, um, for sure. But it would be a super creepy start. Yeah. And so I she's probably She's someone stay away. who it's like genetically since the day she was born, she's had like an eight pack and that's just how she feels. Yeah. And I know there's that other elite girl out of California. I think Jamie Joyce, her name is something like that. Okay. You know, she's made to the games a couple times and she posts all the time like she can't get an eight pack. She's just a little fluffier. Yeah, yeah there's but, an know, article um, that uh, I think CrossFit put out yeah. about her this last this I mean, last and week I so. love that because she's like, all right, I'm going to go out here and kick everyone's butt and I don't have an eight pack. And I think she was right. even talking about how she has been, um, what's it called when they when they attack you online? Uh, like trolls. Yeah, yeah, like she's had that problem of yeah. people being like, "Oh, you're, you know, you're well, so thick, you're not really fit." And, like, you know, stuff Camille like that. Leblanc Bazinet. I mean, she kind of jokes about she has like a little pooch in her <laughs> tummy, but you know, I mean, how can you make fun of her? When, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, "Oh, she's just like me. She struggles with, you know, her stomach." So. Yeah, it's incredible. I yeah. mean, it's just you know, hate is gonna hate. Yes. In the words of the prophet Taylor Swift, you <laughs> yes. just gotta shake it off. Totally shake it you know, off. Gotta move past. Well, that's fantastic. And it's just nice to be able to openly talk about Yeah, that. I think it's very healthy to be able um, to talk about all this and not keep in. Like, I come yeah. in, I'm like, oh, I don't like how this looks. Like, that's, I mean, it's healthy sure. to get it out there, but yes. then have, be around other people that can... Well, and what's, what, it, it's what you do with that information, yes, which is absolutely. important. So, like, if you come in and go, I don't, I don't like this... And then the rest of the day, you've changed your life because of that one thing. Like, you've decided, like, I'm only going to eat, like, all my lean meats for the now on. I'm not going to have yeah. any steak. Like, yeah. whatever. I'm just, whatever it is, like, you, you've totally started beating yourself down as opposed to what can I do to build myself up. Mm-hmm. Like, completely different mindset. Yep. You know, but, but what you do with the information that you're gathering about yourself or from yeah. outside sources is, yeah. is really... Yeah crucial right absolutely yeah not from a random person on instagram or a random post <laughs> instagram. so what do you what do you think you do do you think you have habits that you've developed that that help you to stay in that healthy mindset yeah i'm i'm a grazer when it comes to eating i kind of eat on uh-huh. the hour and so at work uh, i seven, thought you were like talking like you go to a party and you don't get a plate <laughs> That way you don't have to worry about how much you ate. You just kind of graze on it all night. That's oh, not the same thing. I, I'm lucky. I can, eat, <laughs> I can eat the same thing every day from yeah. 7 to 3.30. Like, and I've done it for years. I have like my eggs at 7 a.m. Then I have a banana at 8 a.m. I yeah. have my nuts and watermelon. And now I probably eat too much fruit. But I've just, like, I love fruit. I eat sure. watermelon every day. I eat blueberries every day. And, you know, 
back when I first started uh, the trial process, I had the Fitness Pal app, and uh-huh. especially after you get your level one and you're all all the information about the zone diet and the 30, 40, 30, the fats, sure. the carbs, yeah. and all the um, all the macro information. Well, I did it for years, and I would try to switch stuff up, and I realized I don't like a lot of protein. Okay. I just don't like I just I'll eat it sometimes, but I struggle with it, and I like fruit and I'll eat vegetables and I could I was you know I was trying to obsess changing my diet over food I didn't like oh yeah so it's just over the years I've learned what works for me because mm-hmm. a lot of people will come into the gym and say what do you do what should I do and I'm like well I'm not Everybody's a professional yeah. and I said you know I tried a lot of different things I did fitness pal I educated myself I did the zone diet for a while after getting my L1 I didn't I didn't like it yeah um, I just have finally figured out what's good for me. Sure. And, um, and then be able to eat Princess Hot Chicken and Chinese, <laughs> which I did yesterday. Oh, oh hot chicken. <laughs> that was a bad Saturday. I like anything that's hot. <laughs> They're, um, like, spicy hot. That sounded creepy otherwise. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, and for me, like, with my issues with food, like, mm-hmm. my emotional attachment to it, my need for, like, when, you know, it's my drug of choice. Like, to, I had to put my food in the hands of someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, you know, I have to rely on Jamie with, with his programming yeah. to, to eat what I'm supposed to eat. And, and it's not important to me. Yeah. Like, I have the same breakfast and the same snacks every single day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. I love it. I still look forward to breakfast, even though it's the exact same thing I had yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You know, just because I love it. I love my eggs and bacon. Yeah. Like, it's just, One thing I like to do now, last May, uh, my husband, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, we decided to do zero added artificial sugar for yeah. like 25 days. Uh-huh. And even that, someone who I've been analyzing it for years, I was like, oh my gosh, if you, all right, something will say zero sugar, but then you go to the ingredients and there's like the 50 other names for sugar, yes. so there'll be sugar yes. in it. And so that was another eye-opening thing. And through that, I quit buying bars. I quit buying Laura uh-huh. bars and Kind bars because those were crack. I'd eat like six Well, and away. what it does to your body is the same <laughs> yeah. effect. You're like, almost. oh my gosh, there's huge amounts of sugar in it. So uh, that's one thing I did. And January, I just did, uh, I didn't drink for the month. Not that I'm a big partier, but I was like, yeah. all right, I just need something coming in. So I think February, I may do something else. I'm not sure yet. But yeah. I think just, I think much I've got it down. I'm not going to eat terrible every day. But what are like little itty bitty things I can do or try to, you know, change up my diet? And yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. Well, you know, in the, in the biggest battle of it all is all that happens, you know, in between your years, you know, trying mm-hmm. to figure out mentally who you are and being happy with that and Absolutely. being excited about where you're going. Um, as opposed to self-defeating, you know, and self-isolating and getting yourself in a bad place. And, and that's a huge battle. And, um, you know, I don't know that it's something we can do alone. Um, did you have people that were kind of with you along on this journey? Yes, I was very lucky. I, when I said I was going to be, tr- you know, I was going to try out to be an NFL cheerleader, you know, some people throw that out there and people are like, why would you want to do that? Or what? <laughs> why? But yeah. I was very lucky. Everyone was super supportive. Wow, that's and, awesome. Yeah. Um, I was very lucky because I don't think everyone has it. Some some girls I know have tried out and didn't even tell anyone they were going to because they were kind of embarrassed yeah, to tell someone sure. that they wanted to do that. Where I think it's important to tell people uh-huh. 
Um, you have to put your goals out there and like let people know so they can support you yeah. along the way. Because if you just keep it hidden, you got. Well, it adds accountability yeah. too, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. what you're doing, and yeah. you know that's that's something that I've found that is vital to yeah. everything that I'm trying to do in my life. You know, I just keep it out there, whether it's embarrassing or not. Like yeah. my, I think my last post was super humbling and like embarrassing for me personally just about how I failed over a weekend you know but I had Mm -hmm. to put it out there because one I want people to have hope that mess ups aren't life determining but also the fact that it's part of the journey and 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 I'm that didn't stop me I'm back on you know and I'm and I'm still moving forward um, and I think that's important for people because people then jump into that and be like, hey, we've been there. Like, mm-hmm. let's keep going. Yeah, like, I had a few texts on uh, the next morning after I posted that. Like, one of them was like, don't eat shit today. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, perfect. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you for doing that. It yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah it's, I think it's fun when you get friends and family involved, especially like if you're working on the same thing like yeah. I earlier, just so you have people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh my, like, today sucks. Yeah. Like, we're struggling. Like, can I have a whole chocolate cake today? Is that cool? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll go do something else then. <laughs> uh, just stand that perimeter of the grocery store. <laughs> safe place. Just the outside. Just the outside. Uh, except when I need my tortillas. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll wrap it up here. But I want to say thank you for being on it. Thank you for being vulnerable enough to talk about <laughs> you. you know body image and your um, kind of story about going through that in a professional level like you you were in it where you know body image is everything mm-hmm. um and very soul crushing at the same time <laughs> yeah. and then coming out of that into um I maybe cried there was maybe some tears, there was some tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right well thank you for being on here and uh this will this will be awesome hopefully people will be able to relate and um be able to just stay on task and, and kind of get back in the game maybe maybe even maybe even heard something today that mentally will help them shift over to a good and healthy way. So thank you for being on it. All right. Thanks, Jacob. All right. See ya. Hey, once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Sorry for all the background music, but that is recorded in an active box. And so it got a little loud, but I hope you were able to hear all the content well. Hey, uh, be sure to go visit our website. We would love to have you visit, check out all the new merchandise, and also uh, take a click over to the private label section and see how we can be a part of what's going on in your world. So go to barbell-voodoo.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.